my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to cope with a high volume of email when you still need to get other stuff done. With the number of messages that many of us receive, we could spend our workdays doing nothing but replying to emails. In a recent episode, we covered a Hiverse survey finding that people, on average, received about 180 messages a day and spent one-third of their work time processing email. That episode featured tips on being a better email sender. Today's episode is about how you can become a wiser email recipient, getting the benefits of email while still getting the rest of your work done. The first strategy, turn off those notifications already. I'm sure you've heard this advice a million times, yet many people still work to the soundtrack of pings and swooshes. This does not help anyone's productivity. So today, do something about it. When you get to work, adjust the settings on your computer and phone so that when you receive an email, you don't hear it. Even better, close the email window on your computer and move your email icon somewhere other than the home screen of your phone. That way, you won't see the increasing number of new messages. Email can wait until you're ready to handle it. The second strategy, designate a few times a day for email instead of checking email continually. In an article for the Harvard Business Review, Ron Friedman compares reading email as soon as you receive it to going to the grocery store every time you notice you're low on something in your kitchen. Sure, you could run to the grocery store as soon as you see you're on the last half box of cereal. But wouldn't you be better off putting cereal on the grocery list and continuing with what you were doing? You can go to the grocery store later and get everything on your list at once. We gain similar efficiencies by handling all our email at specific times. Every time we switch activities, there's a cost. When you pause your work to read an email, you're losing not just the time it takes to read the email, but also the time it takes to regain focus. According to research Friedman sites, it can take a full 20 minutes before you're back in the zone. And while that might be worth it for an email from your biggest client asking for a new proposal, it's not worth it when what's in your inbox is a message reminding people about office fridge policies. So when should you check email? You should avoid your best, most focus hours. Reserve that time for work on important projects. 
Try processing email when you're a little less sharp, like in the half hour before lunch or during a short break between meetings. Some experts discourage dealing with your inbox at the beginning of your day at all. That's because it's so easy to get caught up in what's in there that you crowd out other priorities. Indeed, time management guru Julie Morgenstern called her best-known book, Never Check Email in the Morning. And if you can follow that advice, you might be surprised at just how much you get done. But if your workplace is such that people expect email responses quickly, consider handling email once an hour. Even spending 15 minutes in your inbox and then 45 minutes out allows for concentration on the high-value work you were hired for. If someone can't wait 45 minutes for a response, well, then they need to rediscover the calling function on their phone. My last tip. During your designated email times, process email rather than just checking it. Many people look at email as soon as they see it and then glance at the same messages again and again every time they return to their inboxes. This is inefficient. Instead, once you've decided to sit down and deal with email, get yourself as close to current as makes sense. If a quick response or action is required, do it. If a conversation or lengthier project is called for, make a plan for accomplishing it, either by creating a calendar item or adding it to your task list. Email can easily expand to fill all available space. So if you want to spend less time on email, you have to commit to giving it less space. If you do, you'll be more efficient. You'll create more time for deep work and you'll feel calmer while getting more done. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.